Welcome to the Inner Glow Podcast. My name is Stefanka and I am a clinical hypnotherapist, coach, healer and women's mentor. Each episode is designed to help you feel empowered, confident, radiant and to help you create the life of your dreams. I help women to overcome their fears, insecurities and anxieties so that they no longer feel like their life is on hold. I believe that it's time for you to step back into your power. I combine hypnotherapy, coaching, mindset work with the energetics, which I believe is the perfect blend for a modern day woman who desires to glow from within. Are you ready to shift your life to the next level? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Inner Glow podcast. It is Stefanka here, your host, and in today's episode, I would like I would like to talk to you about books. I have recorded a couple of episodes on the topic of different books before. There is one episode where I talked about the books that changed my life. And these were the books that were like really pivotal on my own path. Um, Books that helped me to see things differently. That was a very popular episode. And then there was the episode about books on the divine feminine, uh, female spirituality, uh, feminine energy, goddess energy and so on and you also love that one so much and I have felt inspired to create and record another episode and share with you um, fun fiction books or novels or memoirs um, that are almost like you know the kind of books that have a story it's it's not a traditional self-help book it's not a book where you will get like um, written practices or blueprints or almost like these spiritual formulas. It's not about learning and making notes. Well, you could be making notes from these books as well, but it's it's not about like learning, being a student of that book. These books that I would love to talk to you about are the kind of books I can imagine you would enjoy reading this summer. Right now we are halfway through May 2022 And every time summer begins to approach, I start looking for new, exciting books that I can take with me on different trips, holidays, uh, the kind of books that I know will inspire me, will motivate me, will help me feel even more empowered or will help me ask myself better and deeper questions. Yet, I also want them to be a little exciting. I want those books to keep uh, keep me, I guess, entertained, if that's the right word, even if I am, for example, traveling. And maybe, you know, throughout the summer months, you don't want to be reading the traditional self-help or personal development books. Maybe you are looking for more of a novel style book that has like this dash of self-help, spirituality, psychology and philosophy to it, yet it's easier to read, it's easier to digest. And I find that like when you are sat on a beach or um, when you go out for a nice summer evening walk in a in a park and you want to have this book in your handbag, for example, and 
and it will be easy to open it up, to read it, to get carried away, perhaps to dream a little of different places, or to feel moved. I love that feeling. You know, when you watch a film or you finish reading a novel and you feel emotional for the characters, you are experiencing all these different feelings or you're like <gasps> shocked with how it ended. It does stir an emotion in you. And we often let those tears roll down our face because we don't feel like they are our emotions. We are sad for the characters or we feel moved or we feel angry with the character, for example. And I actually find there are emotions within us and a book can unleash them, yet we allow ourselves to feel them because we don't put that pressure on ourselves like, oh, these are my emotions, I don't want to feel them. It's more like, oh, I'm just experiencing this book and I let myself cry. So I find that feeling emotions while reading a book or watching a film can be very liberating and it's, it's definitely an interesting thing. So if you are listening to this and it's already autumn, winter, spring or any any time um, of the year, you can still, of course, listen to this. There might be books that will, um, that will spark an interest in you. So my in invitation is for you to follow it. Don't get overwhelmed. If you feel like, oh my God, she recommended so many books and I still don't know how many I will recommend. I have a list and I'll intuitively choose. But if you feel like overwhelmed and you're like, oh, I want to read all of them, but I, how am I going to read all of them? Honestly, just go with your intuition, even if it doesn't make sense. If a name or the way I describe it uh, makes you excited or it brings something up within you, just follow that intuition. Look up the book and and yeah, and get get started. I myself will be traveling quite a bit this summer. I'll be away uh, for roughly five weeks from from June, and I will. I already have new novels, new fiction books with a dash of self help and philosophy and spirituality and psychology, uh, both on my Kindle and paperbacks as well. So I will for sure be traveling with different books that can, you know. Um, keep me busy when I'm on a plane or when I am in a car, when I'm traveling on a train or when I'm just, you know, staying in a hotel before my next flight and so on. So I've got things on the go already. And in this episode, I want to be recommending only books I've read. There might be one exception. I am now pondering whether I might recommend actually one book that I have almost finished reading. Um but not sure yet. But the rest are books I have read. I don't want to recommend any other books that I'm currently reading because I want to share things I have experienced myself. My work is always about embodiment and about sharing the things I have ideally done or experienced in some shape or form myself. So this is it. I would love to hear from you, by the way, if you do listen to this episode and you go and listen to the books I recommended and you do end up reading some of them or you're like, oh, I've already read this one, feel free to reach out. I love hearing from you. It honestly gives me a lot of joy. And also, I've just realized there is like a new function or a new thing on, on Spotify and you can now 
rate my podcast on Spotify as well. So if you are enjoying the Inner Glow podcast, if you've been listening and tuning in, I would love for you to um, leave me a five-star review or five-star rating if that feels aligned with you. And the same, of course, can be done on iTunes, on Apple. And I, I so appreciate when you do the when you do so and when you share the episode with the world or with your friends. So let's get started with the first book. The first book I would love to recommend to you today is called The Shaman in Stilettos, written by Anna Hunt. And Anna Hunt, the author, is actually telling her own story. So she describes her life when she lived in London in her late 20s as a celebrated journalist. And she lived quite a glamorous, high-powered, fast-paced life in London with her boyfriend and um, a lot of great parties um, and a lot of Sauvignon Blanc and chocolate. And she shares of how, you know, she's living this lifestyle. However, it feels like something is missing. There, She is having some health problems and they just don't go away. And one day, I believe at a yoga session or a meditation class, I'm not quite sure. I think it was probably yoga. She sees like a leaflet on one of the walls um, where someone is advertising a retreat to Peru and somehow it just gets her attention and she takes it home, the leaflet, or reads about it um, and can't stop thinking about it. Yet at the same time, she is in a way, um, you know, a bit of a comfortable city girl, which I totally get. And even like the idea of a small spider in her apartment like freaks her out. So she can't really imagine how she would be able to handle going to Peru, staying there and, you know, perhaps experiencing the Amazon jungle and so on. Yet the calling is strong and she does end up going on this retreat with, with this group of people, but something rather unexpected happens on that retreat, something that will change the course of her life. So I don't want to tell you too much because, of course, I still want you to enjoy all of those books and to not know what happens. Um... And um, she eventually does become a shaman, as the name of the book says, the shaman in stilettos. So she definitely hasn't lost her style and love for stilettos. Uh, but she does become an apprentice, if you like, to a shaman. And it's a very interesting story. And it, it does, like, you can learn a lot from it just by reading it. And obviously it's a real story. It's her life. And Anna Hunt is a practicing shaman. She now, um, you know, has a practice and she offers, uh, I believe, like packages, retreats, all different kinds of things. But it's beautiful that obviously this completely has changed her life and she is now a practicing shaman. And it's a fun story. I have previously recommended this book to a few of my clients and they all loved it. I know other women who read it who are into like spirituality yet also love a good story. Um, and this definitely includes all of that. So you will have a bit of passion in there. 
a bit of adventure, unexpected twists, spirituality, energy work, a lot of ayahuasca ceremonies and more. So that's the shaman in stilettos and I read it probably five years ago. Uh, it was recommended to me by my friend Mirka. Shout out to you, Mirka. Um, and she actually met Anna Hunt, I believe, at an event and got this book. So yeah, it is a good one. And Anna Hunt definitely does have a very special vibe about her. So the next book is The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. And you might be familiar with that book. It's it's quite famous. So you, you might have heard of The Alchemist. And it tells the story of Santiago, a young shepherd who goes on a journey in search of a huge treasure. And along the way on his on his journey, he learns the value of listening to one's intuition. It is a story that's filled with magic, with, um, you know, interesting learnings. And uh, it's a story I am very fond of. It's a little bit of a almost like a like a children's story, but it's definitely for adults and children. I read it the first time as as a teenager, I was probably still at grammar school when I read this book. And he travels through different countries and it's honestly just like filled with beautiful philosophical thoughts and he learns a lot of things about people and their character. And it is, you know, it, within his journey, you just see all the different spiritual concepts and when I read it the first time I obviously did feel and see like the spir spiritual aspects of that story and the values and and all the different things yet I was still looking at it almost more like a story like a fiction looking back at it now and reading it again you know I, I see completely different things in there so you might need to also read or feel into the meaning between the lines as well. It is a beautiful, beautiful story. And I love the word alchemy. It's it's a one that's close to my heart. Honestly, as a teenager, I was actually quite obsessed with all of the books by Paolo Coelho and, and everything. And the quotes, I would have these journals every single year with like quotes from all his different books and he is famous for how he blends spirituality, uh, magic and like folklore or legends and myths all together into different stories um, and they always have very interesting main characters. They are not your usual or typical main characters from like big novels, yet they tell their unique stories and this one is definitely about learning to listen, listening to other people and listening to yourself, to your own intuition. And this book has been a huge success. It became a bestseller in so many countries. It was like in the bestseller list in over 74 countries worldwide, translated in many languages. The first time I read it was in Czech, actually. And, and yeah, so the, the journey starts in Spain 
and then he travels across the world to different countries and it starts with a dream as well so that is the alchemist the third book i would like to recommend is believe it how to go from underestimated to unstoppable and first i wasn't sure whether i was going to put this book on the list because somehow i thought oh but it's a self-help book it's more about like confidence never giving up but actually it is about all of this yet it is not your traditional self-help book this is the story of jamie Kern lima the author she tells her story her story of success and it is very gripping and very very inspiring i would suggest this book to anyone who feels like they are not progressing fast enough to anyone who feels like oh like things are not working out for me i should i should give up maybe this is not for me or maybe you feel you've had too many failures and now other people don't believe in you you don't believe in yourself so anytime you are experiencing self-doubt go and read or listen to on audible to believe it how to go from underestimated to unstoppable the story of jamie is out of this world it's so so inspirational she tells the story of how she started her own makeup brand i don't know you might have heard of of her story before um even from like media from the internet or maybe you've read this book or maybe you have never heard of her and this is new so she tells the story of her life of how she developed a skin condition and the traditional makeup wasn't helping her it wouldn't cover the areas she was getting comments at work in her job for her appearance and for how she doesn't know how to apply her makeup properly yet there was no makeup that was actually helping her and then she ended up creating her own you know this idea came through her that she could start her own makeup company and she started in her living room with the help of her husband and that's how uh, her cosmetic brand it started and it she she went through so many seeming failures so many people said no to her so, so many rejections she got criticized for her looks for her body she got turned down over and over and over and over again and when it looked like she made it like there were still so many people just wanting to hurt her and undercut her and you know go against her and it's just yeah and this is like the main storyline but as she is telling you the story like she is sharing aspects from her life from when she was younger and she was part of a reality tv show and what it did to her what what her experience of that was her personal story which i don't want to reveal here because if you're gonna go and read it or listen to it i want you to like experience it with all of these emotions i for sure cried during this book maybe not just once it is very very moving moving and it's a true story happened only a few years back so i'm not gonna tell you about it either if you're not aware of her story and you get to honestly truly experience the whole book 
with her, her old story. So perfect if you feel like you need to boost your confidence, if you struggle with rejection, if you fear mean girls and haters, if you don't know how to turn down the volume on your inner critic, if you really struggle with like that negative, horrible self-dialogue, then this is your book. It's about trusting in the power of the universe, trusting the voice of your own intuition and much, much more. So this is called Believe It, How to Go from Underestimated uh, to Unstoppable by Jamie Kern Lima, an incredible story. Another book which I've got to recommend is Isis, Mother of Magic. And uh, this is a book which I have written a chapter for. It is a collaboration book. It was written by 26 authors and each, uh, each one of us have written a chapter for it. So it's a collection of beautiful stories, moving stories, empowering stories. And it is the perfect book for when you travel, when you are on the move, because you can just let's say read a chapter a day or uh, you can read um, one chapter when you are you know traveling then when you arrive at your destination you can dive into another chapter so I do think this this is what makes it such a good book uh, for when you are on the move or simply if you are just enjoying summer in your back garden this is a great book companion so it's called Isis Mother of Magic um, my chapter is towards the end and it's called Embroidered with Ancient Mysteries and Magic it was published by Kiva Publishing and there is a lovely introduction by Shannon our incredible publisher so you definitely need to check this book and all the proceeds from the book go to charity called uh, Rise in Love Foundation so it is for a good cause as well and it's available both on Kindle and also as a paperback. So the next book is I think a really fun book that many of you will be familiar with also because there is a film uh, based on this book and that is the Under the Tuscan Sun. And this is a memoir by American author Frances Mays from 1996. In 2003, they, um, you know, created a film. They made film based on this memoir. So this is why it's even like more famous. And I know a lot of people who saw the film. And I thought this is such a typical summer book. It, it tells the story of Frances Mace of how she as a writer, poet, cook and travel writer ends up buying an abandoned villa in Tuscany in Italy and she has no idea how difficult this whole project is going to be. So she takes you in her book on a journey of how she res how she's restoring that crumbling villa, how she's getting used to her new life in the Italian countryside, navigating, you know, all kinds of misunderstandings, frustrations, emotions. And in a way, this was her 
step to overcoming fears, you know, really stepping into the energy of freedom and doing things that are out of your comfort zone, trusting life, trusting your inner voice, like something inside of her told her to buy that villa, even if it didn't make sense on a logical level. It um, it felt very scary. It is completely unknown, isn't it? You know, buying a property in a different country where you're not from, like, can be quite difficult. And it's a fun, fun book. And I think it's a perfect book for the summer. And I'll be going and staying in Tuscany, actually, myself this summer. So I thought I definitely have to include this book. And I think even though it's not your traditional, obviously, self-help or, like, spiritual book, there is a lot of wisdom within it. And it teaches us a lot about, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone. It teaches us a lot about what it's like to face our own fears. And sometimes it's like when we get ourselves in situations like this, that we have to face even our shadows. We have to face even the uncomfortable fears and thoughts that this might not work out and so on. So that is Under the Tuscan Sun by Francis Mays from 1996. So the next book which I would like to recommend is Hector and the Search for Happiness by François Lelot. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce his surname. Lelot, I, I guess. <laughs> so Hector and the Search for Happiness. So this book um, was written by a French psychiatrist and author. And it's a one I read probably, let me think, maybe actually seven years ago, I think. Could it be already seven years? Yeah, I don't think I was with Kyle and Kyle and I have been together for almost six years. Yeah, I would think actually probably seven years ago then. And it was uh, during a time when I was on the move a lot. And this was literally one of those books that I could have in my handbag. And when I was on a train, I was on the subway, I was commuting, traveling, I was on the plane. I would go back to it and read it because it was easy to read. Um, it was fun, yet it was filled with a lot of uh, deep thought, uh, deep questions, um, philosophical thoughts, um, psychology, and as, as the title itself says, Hector is a character, it's, it's a psychiatry, he is a, it's he, have I just said it's, yeah, I meant he, he is um, a psychiatrist, quite a successful one, living in Paris, so, you know, there might be a bit of a similarity between this fictional character and the author himself, and he is treating patients in, I believe, if I remember correctly, in his private practice, but also um, he goes to a clinic where he treats patients there, and these are, like, different kinds of patients, I believe. In his private practice, these would be more, like, wealthy clients who pay themselves and very often there is nothing physically wrong with them it is that they are actually unsatisfied in their lives and this makes him think about you know whether he as a psychiatrist has got the answers for them and he perhaps is like thinking whether these are effective methods that's how I felt you know 
that's what I felt when I was reading reading that and he obviously is then deep in his own thought whether all of this is making sense and what's the purpose of it and then he ends up like doubting his own life is he happy is he not happy and he has got a girlfriend yet he decides after speaking to her that he wants to go on a journey he wants to travel and he wants to do research into happiness to find out what makes people happy how do we become happy and he travels, if I remember correctly, first to China, then somewhere in Africa, and then to the United States. And he meets different people in each country. He meets people already while he is traveling. And in every encounter, he learns something. And I can't remember whether he's like making notes, but it doesn't matter because he's obviously sharing the story and he is sharing what he is learning. So, for example, he, if I remember correctly, he gets upgraded on his flight to China and from like the coach section to business class, I believe that not first class, I think, yeah, business class. And he's sat next to this gentleman and they speak and the gent and for Hector, for the psychiatrist, it's like, oh my God, what an upgrade. Like he is living his dream. He's like enjoying the champagne, the service, everything like he didn't expect to have such an upgrade. Yet next to him, there is a gentleman who feels rather unhappy because he's like, oh, normally I'm used, I'm used to first class. This doesn't feel like good enough. And you know, it's like these little things of how for one person the same experience is like luxury, while for another person it's it's like nothing, it doesn't mean much. And it's these little observations when you yourself get to um, make an opinion or not really an opinion, you get to learn things and how the human mind works and how each of us has a completely different experience even though we are in what is seemingly the same situation. And to me, as you are following his journey, it's it's very easy to read, very easy to read. It's not a thick book either, so you'll get through it very quickly. But what I think is interesting and what I feel this book also invites us to do, at least that's my my interpretation, is that it is the normal daily situations, scenarios where we get to learn a lot. You know, if we pay attention. He obviously is on a journey and it's it's the sole purpose of that journey is to observe how what makes people happy, what makes people unhappy, emotions and, and, and so on. You know, he's asking himself those questions. Yet we get to be on the journey all of the times. We get to look around and see other people's interaction. We can see how people respond. We can observe our own feelings, what triggers us, what doesn't, what feels good, what doesn't feel good. And we get to learn from it all of the time. So you don't have to be a psychiatrist from France, traveling to China, Africa and the United States. You get to do this. You're, you get to make this your own experience right now. So that's what I like. In a way, it's written also in a in like an easy language, like you could even say it's like a kid's book, but it isn't. It definitely is not. 
it's really good the author um, has done a great job and also it was so successful translated to so many different languages became a bestseller um, yeah so quite of a popular book and there is a film but I watched a trailer I didn't like it I don't know it's not the way I envisioned Hector I didn't and I, it's like it's a bit different as well. It's not in Paris. It's in London, which doesn't make huge difference. But there are like differences, and I prefer the book. And I think it's it's will be a lovely companion for you if this topic, if what I've been sharing with you, does resonate. So the next book on my list is again by Paulo Coelho. So we already had his other book, The Alchemist, and I have got two more books from him that I would like to recommend today. This one is Breda, and it's from 1990, and it's a story of a young Irish woman who is searching for deeper knowledge. She's interested in magic, in mysticism, and she is longing for more. She wants to learn those things, and she is on a quest to find someone who perhaps would become her teacher or who would help her to deepen her knowledge and who I guess would be almost like an embodiment of those teachings and would help her walk this spiritual path. And she comes across a magician who uh, lives in a forest and he teaches her about fear, about how to believe in the goodness of the universe and he talks about duality in life as well, the masculine and the feminine energy. He teaches her about the moon and she also then, I believe, through him I can't remember this bit I read it a while back I'll actually tell you where and when I read the book as well it definitely was a summer book for me because I took it with myself on a holiday to Canary Islands and I, I was there on holiday with my cousin my cousin Irina who recommended this book um, to me she actually gave me a paperback of it and she took it with her on our holiday for me and I read it there while we were chilling by the pool, while we were resting on the beach, sunbathing. It was fun and I loved it. I read it so quickly. It took me a couple of days to read it. Again, it is not a very thick book so it, it's easy to get through it and to me I felt like Brida. I felt like I want the same, like I want to explore spirituality. I want to become someone apprentice, like I honestly felt for her so much. She is more exploring from what I remember more like the Wicca or like witch, witchy, witchy spirituality. She is um, on a path to become a witch and yet I was just like so intrigued by all of that and it was before I yes it was before I'm just thinking it was before I even came across I think hypnosis so I I was like very eager to 
become someone someone's student as well and she comes across i don't know whether it is through the magician or through someone else but she comes across a witch who takes her on and she becomes her student her apprentice and this witch uh, starts teaching her and she gives her different initiations different she needs to complete different tasks and often she is not explained all of the details it's you know she's an apprentice she needs to work things out herself and this is the art of magic and witchcraft so she, it doesn't come with a manual and in this book you will enjoy her beautiful journey and there is love passion and mystery and spirituality all of that is woven into her story so you will enjoy that i read it during a nice warm summer myself and last year some of my clients read this book as well went on their summer holidays and they also enjoyed it the next book is again by paulo coelho and it's called 11 minutes i think it's from around 2003 and it tells you a story of maria who is a young brazilian woman and she ends up meeting uh, a man from switzerland on on a beach in brazil and she is promised a job in in switzerland in geneva and she ends up taking that job on yet what seems and sounds like a fairy tale turns into a very different reality because when she gets there she ends up falling into prostitution it's definitely not a decent job they promised her and she is in that cycle of prostitution and she she almost like loses hope that she could ever find love or she could get out of this and it's it's an interesting journey and then i'm not gonna tell you what the 11 minutes mean you'll find out in the book why it's called 11 minutes but she does and she ends up meeting a young painter who is as lost as she is and together they begin exploring sacred sexuality passion and energetics and spirituality and it's it's an initiation for maria herself because she needs to find a way to reconnect with herself as well after she lost hope and after she felt i guess lost overall again it is quite of a short story it's not a long book and it is a very gripping story which i believe you will enjoy and i i loved it i read it very quickly it's years ago i read it i can't even remember how many years ago it's a long time ago yet i really enjoy that book and i spoke about a book to someone else the other day and and just other lady she was like oh my god it's one of my favorite books it's definitely my favorite book by um paulo coelho so i thought i definitely need to bring this one up and and if I think back to when I read it, it was definitely on like a weekend break or something. So again, I do feel it's it's one of those books when you can stay in bed and and have a lazy morning and luxuriate time and just enjoy reading this book. 
And lastly, the book I wasn't quite sure whether I was going to recommend is Initiation by Elizabeth Hayek. And the reason why I wasn't quite sure whether I was going to mention this book is because I haven't finished reading it. So I'm still, um, I would say, in the second half of the book, but I've decided to recommend it anyway. And obviously you can form your own opinion on the book. And it's an interesting one. It is filled with deep spiritual thoughts and concepts. It is written in first person. It is a memoir as well. And uh, Elizabeth Haig uh, became an international spiritual teacher. So she was quite well known in her times. And in in some ways, her concepts were very revolutionary and very different and very unique and she describes her life she describes her upbringing of how already as a child she was aware that actually she is more than this human body she felt like she was from somewhere else that like the human experience didn't always feel good certain things just felt very shallow to her because she had a remembering of different places of different lifetimes of different uh, wisdoms as well different truths so she describes things so beautifully from um, from a perspective of a child I really enjoy that first part of the book when she describes her life as a child and how she saw things because in in some aspects I recognize myself as a child but also it is just a beautiful and timeless reminder of how children in general see things differently you know us as adults we often give them those answers and we respond to them in certain ways but actually they do see things completely differently so that is one beautiful thing about the book but there is just so much more she explores how she started sorry she, not explore she describes how she started exploring spirituality how she played with thoughts and their energetics how her husband her family supported her how also she experienced some difficult health problems and at one point in her life, she started experiencing lucid dreams of her lifetime in ancient Egypt. And that's why the book is called Initiation, because she started going through an initiation. She asked, I should say, she asked for an initiation that she wasn't ready for. And therefore, she is completing that initiation in her current lifetime. Elizabeth Haig passed away in 1994, yet her teachings are timeless. There is many different books she has written, which I am yet to explore. I have read and heard a lot about them, and I feel like this one was a really good place for me to start. So this is a book that thus uh, discusses quite deep spiritual thoughts and concepts. So in a way, it's not like... Um, that typical light summer reading yet the reason why I'm suggesting it is because it is not your usual spiritual book or your usual self-help person development book where you like learn about concepts this is you are reading someone else's story so it is quite gripping I didn't want to put it down especially like the first half of the book like her childhood just resonated with me so much 
and I I love the different perspective a lot. So I do think you will enjoy it if if it sounds interesting and it is sold on Amazon definitely there is a paper bag but also a Kindle version of the book. Elizabeth Haig was a Hungarian author yet the original book uh, the original um published book uh, called Initiation was written in German so I believe she might have spoken German as well uh, I'm not quite sure about that but that is not really important so this is Initiation by Elizabeth Haig and it will be perfect for you if you like exploring spirituality if you like deeper topics if you enjoy memoirs and reading other people's stories and also if you are interested in ancient Egypt and past lives so this will be my last recommendation yet of course you can go back to my previous episodes about books and you would find other recommendations there just from the top of my head when I like think of other perfect summer or interesting books to read that you will struggle to put down which is what we really want um, I also think of like of course eat pray love which is such a classic now uh, of course in a way for some people it is a little cheesy but you know what I do like that book because it was really important in my life and it um, helped me see things differently it gave me the encouragement I needed at that stage in my life I have mentioned eat pray love in uh, in a different podcast episode so I'm not gonna go too deeply into it but that would be a perfect one for any any kind of summer holidays and another one that just comes to my mind is also to uh, let me think to love and yeah to love and let go by Rachel Braven I don't know whether I'm getting her surname right Braff, I'm Braffin, maybe. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna mess it up now. <laughs> Basically, it's the yoga girl. You know, at yoga girl on Instagram, she has a huge following. It's her second book. I have mentioned it in another episode. Uh, it's also a memoir. It's about grief, about love, about finding your path, about healing, about therapy, getting help. She describes various different experiences from her life. Uh, you know, her mom um, trying to commit a suicide and how she lost other, other people in her life. So there is a lot. It is quite emotional, I have to say. So you might cry. I definitely did cry while I was reading that book. I read it a couple of years back, maybe the end of 2020 I think uh, it took me only a couple of days to read it. it it is quite gripping and you want to know what happens you want to find out so um, there would be another one I can just think of but um, yeah I feel like I've shared quite a few recommendations I would love to hear your thoughts I hope you enjoyed this episode let me know if you would like me to do more episodes like this 
and if you have read any of those books if you're planning to read them or if you've purchased them because of those recommendations let me know share it to your instagram stories comment in my facebook community new earth women or send me a direct message i always appreciate any kind of feedback and communication i'm sending you so much love and if you would like to work with me this summer or beyond make sure to check out my website. I have got currently a few offers open. I'll be traveling quite a bit this summer. So it will be fun to be coaching and working with my clients from different parts of Europe. If you would like to be a part of it, definitely reach out and we can see what will be the best container or program for you. I'm sending you loads and loads of love and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review, follow my podcast on Spotify, share it on your Instagram stories, or recommend this podcast to your friends. If you would like to receive more free content on feminine empowerment, radiance, and inner glow, then make sure you join my Facebook community called New Earth Women. It is filled with beautiful rituals, live trainings, emotional freedom, tapping sessions, meditations, and more. The link is the description box. You can also follow me on Instagram at New Earth Woman. And if you are interested in working with me, then check out the description box for all the links. Thank you.